Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My My Ship Ship Story. Story. (laughs) God, that was terrible. Welcome, everyone. It's another episode of My Ship Story Podcast. We've got a little uh, wrinkle in the uh in the podcast today we have a co-host are you calling him old and wrinkly old and wrinkly we have an old wrinkly co-host on today (laughs) Um, i need to fire my boat (laughs) (laughs) no um hey we're gonna introduce one of our uh co-hosts our kind of our substitute hosts you know whenever we need an extra person when somebody's got to go and and uh, Scott had something come up the last minute, and he couldn't be here today. So um, we've got uh, Todd Gockley with us. Welcome, Todd. Hey, guys. Hey. How are you? Long hey, time no see. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for being here. Um, just, uh, you know, the usual stuff that um, we have to remind each other of all the time. Don't make a bunch of extra noise. Don't be getting up wandering around. That kind of stuff. No, that, and I that have kind a tendency to do this type of thing. And <laughs> uh, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Or whatever. Anyway, how's it going? So you're in uh, you're in uh, Pennsylvania. I'm currently in Pennsylvania. Yeah, in Lebanon, Pennsylvania, of all places. Uh, Lebanon, oh, right. if you've ever heard of it. Yeah, sure. Only because you're hanging out there. With, only because I know Lebanon. Right. Yeah, used to used to live there. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know, I, I live all of us in, in Newark, Delaware, but uh, I'm here visiting my father. A little bit glad to have you with us, Eric. Do you have anything uh, going on that you need to share with us? Well, as I mentioned in the last episode, that I was getting our house ready. I got the photographer in and got some really nice photos and video. So I just posted a video of my house that's coming up for sale. It will be for sale by the time this video come this episode comes out. But uh, just go to my Facebook page and check out a video of our house and pass it on to anybody else who wants a nice Victorian farmhouse on eleven and a half acres. it's gorgeous gorgeous gorgeous, yeah i actually for the first time got a little emotional that we're selling because i just i we love this house but oh the drive is just killing me i just i just have to move closer to town but otherwise jeff's drive just as long is he still doing yeah he's still doing his yeah he's doing his non-profit so yeah it's just as far um, but I think he's even more emotionally attached than I am. But it's 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 going to be hard to let go of this house because I never dreamt that I would live in a house like this. And I know moving closer to Nashville, there's no way we can afford a house like this. Oh, you know, damn it. That means I can't come there in summertime and do swimming now. Uh, well, I was working knows? on all of my swimming lessons. We haven't found a new house yet. Who knows? Maybe oh, it will also have a pool. It might. It just might. You never know. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, um, we have we have a guest on today that um, I knew that was my chief purser way way back on the Song of Norway back in the back in the early days. Welcome to the podcast, Manny Garcia Rubio. Thanks for being with us, Manny. Thank you. It's a pleasure hey. to be here. Good to see you, Manny. Nice yeah. to meet you, Manny. <laughs> yeah, good <laughs> to see Todd, you. Good to meet you. But I did I do know your name and I got my master's degree from Villanova. So beautiful country up there. So yeah, thanks. Cool. You know, I, I recognize your name as well. 
And then, of course, I Facebook stalked you because that's the <laughs> thing you do nowadays. Uh, but I just, I yeah, I remember the name sounds very familiar, but not the face. Sorry about that. Uh, why don't we uh, why don't we jump right into it? Why don't you tell us a little bit about um, how you got started working on ships? Because if I remember right, you were really young when you started. Is that right? I was. I was. I started working. Uh, shoreside at Royal Caribbean at the pier when oh, I was in high school. Oh, and right. story okay, so when, when I when went I, to high school in Miami, what high school did you go to? Because yeah. I went to high school in Miami. Oh, uh, did you? I didn't realize that, Eric. Yeah, I, I went right. to St. Brendan. Oh, okay, cool. I went to Belen Jesuit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We played each other all yes, the time. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Rivals. So then, you know, working on the weekend at the pier, that's when I met Michael Bailey. He was an assistant purser on the ships when I was working at the pier. No way. Yes. Look at him today, man. Done very well for himself. But uh, but yeah, so so, you know, I worked the pier for all the way through high school and college. And then uh, I got my undergraduate in hospitality management at FIU. And, and wait, then, wait, know, wait, I, wait, wait. I went to FIU as well. Dude, <laughs> yeah. you're on the same path. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I didn't, I didn't study hospitality management. That was, that would have been the appropriate thing. But wait, wait, I, wait, Manny, I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt you for just a second. Yeah. So, so you're, you're the first person that we've had on that started working on the pier. So, tell, tell the people what that job entailed. Um, I think sure. I think if you've taken a cruise, you know that that they were one of the people that um, you first you know came in contact with uh, whenever you started to check in, right? Yep. Yeah. And so uh, my sister, my whole family worked there, right? It was like <laughs> my cousins, my sister, my, my little brother, eventually. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> so, I re- I remember that now because I was thinking some kind of well, there was some kind of family ship, connection. Worked there because he's nine years younger. <laughs> Isn't there a song called "It's a Family Affair"? <laughs> yeah, and and so yeah, Royal Caribbean was really good to us. It, it put it put our whole family through school. So in the pier, um, obviously there there's two sides to it actually, and some people don't really know the other side of it, but. I happened to do both uh, because I, you know, I did it for like six years. And so as I got more experience, I became a supervisor and stuff on the pier. But one is the embarkation check-in, right? And that's what all of the guests see. And, you know, anybody who was on the ships, you know, when you go out, you would see all of those people that are there and, you know, the the uniform to check in the passengers and get them on board, right? And and so that that's the first thing I did. But the other side uh, was at the airport greeting flights and you know as they got off their flights and and then taking them to the buses and making sure the luggage got on and all that stuff so i did both those jobs did you say you started at 14 no not at 14 16 Um, 16. yeah 16 yeah he's taking up right after scott (laughs) (laughs) i i'm i'm hearing things i don't know i don't know so i always give scott a hard time because sometimes he doesn't pay attention or it just doesn't stick anyway in my case i'm not sticking (laughs) yeah no 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 it's okay and i don't don't worry, Todd. I will give you as much shit as I give Scott, if not more. Yeah, that's Eric. That's, I love your shit. That's that's <laughs> that's what we do on here. So um, so yeah, so passengers, I don't think um I, I'm not sure that they realize that um that the people that are checking them in are not the people that are are gonna be on the ship. 
and except, except, except yeah. for us pursers that go down and do the non-US check-in and exactly. make sure that people have that. their visas and and all that stuff, you know. Also and the so, people in uniform, like ship uniform versus the blue blazers and whatever else that is goes along with the check-in. And that's that's where I met Michael was at the pier and he would come out and do the non-US check-in and I was doing, you know, the either the check-in or the baggage and and so you know that's where we we first met and then you know took a few cruises you know was, you get the cruise benefits it was really a nice job right because you know you could take discounted cruises and all of that eventually when i graduated i was like okay marriott in a two-year program to end up as an assistant coffee shop manager or go on the ships and you know, i was like i'm gonna go on the ships uh, no brainer <laughs> And yeah, it was, it was, you know, traveling a lot more fun. And, you know, I got on the ships to start as an assistant purser. And what ship? I was back out of the (laughs) 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 Well, you were well trained. Exactly. What what ship, what ship did you start on? I started on Song of America. Yeah, me too. Me too. There's another similarity. Dude, we like follow each other. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) On Sun Viking, I got promoted to second purser. And so, you know, I started that and then uh and then my third contract I, I did nordic prince to bermuda and i did that for a couple of summers and that was great and that's eventually where i met my wife uh, was on nordic prince going to bermuda oh, wow. and uh okay and wait so, was she a crew member or a passenger yeah yeah no she was she was a crew member okay. no I, I did okay. get myself into trouble with passengers <laughs> early on <laughs> tell you a funny story in a minute but but just kind of give, give my wife her props you know so, <laughs> so you know um because it's 30 something years of marriage now, or ne- nearly 30, it'll be 30 this wow. coming year. My wife Michelle is a uh, beauty salon, she was in the beauty salon, she's from, from England, right. yeah, and a Steiner. So, yeah. Well, it wasn't Steiner back then. Yeah, it, it was uh, Anthony K, wasn't it? Yeah, Anthony Steiner. K? No, yeah, you're right. I can't remember. What was it, Eric? Anthony K, or Anthony K, or something like that. Or yeah, Anthony yeah. He was something. the guy that owned it, but they, yeah. they called it something, Kofir yeah. Transocean or something. Yeah, anyway, oh, okay. you're, right. you're right. That was it, Kofir Transocean. And yeah, it took me a while to come out. back. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't, like I couldn't come up. Memory. Hey, that's a pretty good I recall. Said that Twenty-five years. <laughs> I can't. I. I couldn't have pulled that. No way. It's not coming back. <laughs> so yeah. Well, you know, the wife worked there, so they were pretty good to her. So you know, she became a manager eventually. And I'll tell you that story a little bit. You know, at one point, I was chief person. She was the salon manager. She would come deliver money to me. <laughs> but that was oh. that was on Monarch much later. Wait, but so she didn't leave it on the nightstand? I, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the early days on on uh, you know some of the fun stories is you know we weren't supposed to mess with passengers and all this stuff and I remember one night I was in a disco and I was messing with a passenger right and there was an old uh, hotel manager which you know some of you may may remember but uh, Albert Walker we used to call him Johnny Walker we don't and, remember him but he's been mentioned on the podcast before okay wow. well Albert you know one of those guys that just knew knew his job knew the things but you know like. Unfortunately, some on the ships, they they get a drinking habit, right? And so <laughs> Albert comes down the stairs, catches me with this passenger, and he says, I want to see him off his first thing in the morning. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm just finally starting to make some headway, just got promoted, and now I'm going to get fired, you know? <laughs> so I went to his office the next day, and he looks up, and he says, what do you want? I said, nothing, sir. Have a good day. <laughs> he didn't remember anything. <laughs> oh, oh my god yeah, that's, that's a awesome. good way to get out of it oh my god that's great 
Okay, I guess I'm meant to be here. I would say there was a a few senior man, not just senior management. There was a few people that, you know, like to have fun drinking and couldn't remember the night before. Yeah. (laughs) Pilkington is the one that drove me crazy. He was so awful. Uh, may he rest in peace i'm assuming i'm, a, I'm hoping I, so. I don't know jesus i'm sorry but i i really hated that guy he was so awful he was just awful to everyone i'm sorry uh, except the women yeah, oh no, well true yeah. how did you get along with barry jones i got along well with barry barry was my hotel director for a long time when i was cheap yeah. person yeah we did a few ships together another great story again you know song of norway nordic prince uh um so viking those older ships they didn't have the facilities of the newer ships right and so there was this one time I was on Sung in Norway at this point. Al Martin was the chief purser. I was first purser. And David Barter, I don't know if, you, if that name's come up, but David Barter was another one of the hotel managers from back in the day. Uh, English guy, very friendly, good guy. Probably one of the best old school hotel managers out there, right? Great sense of humor. You know, we had a death on board, right? And this is my first death that I'm dealing with on board, right? Are you and, first you know, packs? I was, yeah, I was first packs, yeah. Yeah. And, and so he says, come on, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to the family together. And he's telling him this whole story about, you know, how well we take care of, uh, you know, of, of their loved one that passed away. You know, we've got a morgue and we're going to take care of it. I'm like, been all over this ship. I don't, I don't know, there's a morgue anywhere. And, and so once the passengers are gone, I said to him, David, where's the morgue? I've never seen it. No, 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 it's the ice cream freezer. We just put them in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we just have to move the ice cream that. around. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was a joke, right? But that's what the old ships were like, you know? Yeah, yeah they put them in the ice cream freezer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the running joke was when somebody passed away, don't have the ice cream this cruise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was so out of the loop, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Todd, well, you it's kind of weird that yeah, yeah, you didn't, you're talking you, to three pursers. Yeah, yeah the, so it's a little yeah. uh a little now, we we had to get in all this all the all the dirty stuff when, when you're a purser you know all the nitty-gritty <laughs> stuff yeah and uh those panama canal cruises where those freezers would start filling up <laughs> and they're like oh, oh we're not sure God. we can get another person in here <laughs> it was uh wow. i remember when i had my first one where i had a death on board and i was first purser packs and i was told yeah put them on the uh I was like, what do, what do I do? And one of the, Michael Holland was the chief person. We talked about this and he's like, yeah, you put them on the uh, cargo list. And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, they're, they're not alive. So they're cargo. They're not guests. Oh yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I was just like floored. I was like, I cannot believe, but it's like one body of deceased, you know, whatever, so-and-so. And And wait, so there's some truth. There's there's some truth to a cruise director's joke that said you come on as a, passenger and leave us cargo that yeah. could be something <laughs> yeah. oh god yeah <laughs> okay that makes me ill that could happen okay. oh this took a little bit of a turn but yeah. uh <laughs> sorry about that sorry about that manny we get off on tangents no, go no, ahead go cool. ahead it's cool no it's cool you know i think kind of the the biggest challenge but also the most fun uh that i had on the ships was when and i was first person crew when sovereign first came out right i didn't bring the sovereign out but soon after they moved michael over there as chief purser 
I went over there as, as first person crew. Neil Sibyl, if you remember, Neil was there too. And <laughs> Neil Sibyl was and, like, uh, oh, he's in trouble. Yeah, oh, and no. Sally Beebe. I mean, it was just an incredible oh, wow. team, right? And, yeah. But we basically developed all the protocols for, for how Royal Caribbean does big ships because they didn't have a clue. They went from Song of America to Sovereign, you know, and then they had two Oh, oh right, yeah. And, and, you know, they never did lines and there you know, steak lines and all this. Stuff. So we had to kind of figure all that stuff out, and, you know, kind of, you know, write SOPs. <laughs> oh, yeah, this will work. Oh, this didn't work. Let's try something else, you know. And so, um, you know, I had who's not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I hadn't thought about that before, but that that had to be a huge adjustment for everyone going from mm. those four relatively small ships into what at that time was a gigantic ship. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much double today. It's a typo, right? Wasn't it almost the double the the number of passengers that the Song of America had? It was, yeah, yeah, it was double. It was double because Song of America was only a thousand, yeah, yeah, a thousand two hundred twelve. I think was Song of America. You worked with Michael quite a bit, right? As as chief, so okay, you got to have a good Michael story. Well, not only did I work with Michael shipboard, but I don't know if this is appropriate, but yeah, you know, Michael Figgis is kind of his right hand guy now, right? right? But yeah, before really? Michael Figgis, I was his right hand guy. So. Okay, but Michael Figgis well, is another character that it's kind of surprising, not surprising because he's yeah. very smart. You know, when you, if you worked with him on ships, you were just kind of like to, the thought that he would end up being Michael's right hand man is not uh, something you would have thought of. No, I well, that's know, awesome, I know. but but yeah, he's a great guy, and yeah, and for a long time. I was Michael Rag, you know, because we, we went shoreside together and, you know, I was, he was in the office. I was traveling, you know, doing the implementations on all the different ships, you know, when we rolled out payroll, you know, because remember we, in the old days, we used to do payroll, pay people cash. Right? We used yeah. to count out the money, put it in an envelope and, and pay yeah. it, you know, and then eventually we rolled out cashless. Yeah, I have Sorry. no idea why. Uh, Brad, why it went off? I I guess I wasn't signed into my account. I guess I'm just not used to signing in. Sorry, Manny. This is my first time trying to record podcasts. Usually Scott does this. So I'm out of my element. I I completely forgot all about the uh, free account only allows you 30 minutes and then it it shuts off. We were talking away. I was like, boom. Yeah. (laughs) Did it it not warn you or anything? Did it just like disappear? It just, it just disappeared. It just, it oh, just stopped. No, I, I got recorded that, okay, but, okay. but I couldn't do anything because it was like, okay, you've, your, your file needs to download now. And so it just came up and it just started downloading and I couldn't do anything. <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and it wouldn't let me do anything. While of this thing, I was just watching this thing just slowly go across the screen. Well, well we pull you away from Scott because obviously you weren't planning to be here tonight. <laughs> I just I just actually got back. Well, I got back a little bit ago, but the sunset was so amazing. Uh, so I ran in and got my drone and I popped okay. it up in the air to take some uh, photos and then like while I'm because I use my phone for my viewing for my drone and like bling, 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 bling. And I was like, what's going on? Holy crap. And then I come in. I'm like, well, something's happening. So I'll go in and <laughs> then I open up the the, uh, the text and I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, well, I'm here. I'll sign on. Hey, we're getting Todd Megan. OK, good. Here he goes. Yeah, he's about to I'm going to blame it on Todd. Hi. Sorry. Yeah. Way to go. Way, for everything, man. way to go, Todd. <laughs> You're fucking fired. Just, I mean, you're 
Hey, your first, your first day, your first day, and everything goes to shit. <laughs> You're welcome. I left. I left. Uh, I left with. Uh, I left my pager and my walkie-talkie in the room, and I'm, I'm at Carlos and Charlie's. Pager? You still carry a pager? No, no. no. Yeah, exactly. Ship pages. Oh God! <laughs> I guess I am channeling my inner Scott. Who knew? <laughs> Wait, you still got a pager? I was on duty, well, and I, I thought, uh, well, I, I went to Lobster Cove and left my pager and on-duty walkie-talkie in the room. All right. You're well, fired. hey, pick up, <laughs> pick up back where you where you guys were. Where were we? We were about you were about, about Michael and uh, yeah. So Manny's about to tell us so. a Michael story. A oh wait, 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 oh, wait, wait. Good Michael shipboard story. Wait, 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 Manny. <laughs> I want me to tell it, but I can't. My name is Manny Garcia Rubio, and this is my ship story. Woohoo! Okay, go. All right, I'll keep going. Okay. So, <laughs> keep going. So we were talking a little bit about Michael and, and stuff. So, so yeah, so before Michael Figgis, you know, I was uh, kind of Michael's guy, um, and, you know, we worked together a lot, and I went to his first wedding in, in Colorado, and uh, did you go to Eric? Were you no, there? Stacey Bailey. Yeah, Stacey. Oh, Stacey, exactly. I forgot her yeah. maiden name now. Yeah. And, uh, How many times has he been married? Uh, at least twice that I know of. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> more than once. And yeah. uh, <laughs> and then he came to my wedding, um, and so so we, we were close for a while, um, and and then uh, until I left to go to Disney, and then that kind of ended that. <laughs> 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 but, but anyways, um, a, a Michael story. I'll tell you a Michael story. We were on Song of Song of uh, No on uh, Sovereign. And Michael was a chief purser. There was a crew staff uh, female who, you know, Michael was uh, had intentions on. Let's put it at that, right? And so, you know, we, we'd had uh, dinner, and and he invited, uh, you know, the pursers and some of the crew staff over. But you know, he had he had shared, you know, what his intentions were. But you know, we we messed him up because we wouldn't leave. <laughs> So we kept drinking and partying, and and by the time you know it got to a point where she, you know, all the crew staff left, and he, he was like so upset with us because <laughs> he had plans, and we ruined them for him because we all knew what the plan was, and we all were determined not to let him experience that night. I, I think it didn't happen oh, down the road, yeah. but that you night it didn't happen. You cockwalked him. <laughs> Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it was and a so collective it, purser cock block. Yeah. Yeah, a collective cock block. And did it ever happen, as far as you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was destined to happen. It was just. Yeah. <laughs> we, we just not that, that night. day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's too funny. Now, was this along the lines of my favorite part of the show? Uh, well, yeah. It just ha so happens that you came in. So Scott's favorite part of the show is all the sex stories. He wants to hear all the sex stuff that's that, that happens. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, it sounds like on. you've already uh, I've already done it, but I'll just I'll just ask my two favorite questions. Uh, do you ever hook up with a passenger? And yeah, what's the craziest craziest yeah, place yeah. you did it on the ship? Didn't talk about that one. Ah, oh, it was Song of Norway in the little spa that it had. On a uh, on one of the massage beds. <laughs> Ill. That's good. No, nice. that's nice. Nice. I, we I haven't got that. that one before. I yeah. I went uh, for some reason, you know, before my wife. My wife I shared earlier is is a former uh, beauty salon person, right? But 
this wasn't my wife. This was prior to my <laughs> wife, but but I was partial to beauty salon and uh, and casino shoppers and. Oh. And, no casino, but but casino wasn't a good mix because I would end up Time going, having dinner, yeah. going to bed, getting up at three o'clock in the morning to party with them, to then oh, sleep yeah. another hour to then go to work. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. But you know, oh. you're young enough, you can do it, right? So oh, in those out, days, we could do that stuff. Yeah, you know? hanging out with casino people was really difficult for pursers. It was like because I I went a contractor to hanging out with some casino folk, and it was like rough. Man, my mornings were rough. I wasn't cool enough. Casino casino people were hard to hang out with from anybody except probably photographers and casino because, I mean, they got off. They were the last people that got off. So they, they didn't start rolling so their speak. parties. Until, oh, <laughs> uh, they didn't get their party started till like three or four o'clock in the morning. And, you know, by yeah. then we're two or three bottles in yeah and they didn't they didn't they never had that early morning because you know usually you you were in port port yeah yeah and uh it was fun to see them during casino counts because then it was like (laughs) yeah stay up (laughs) or get up early for casino counts manny do you you have anything else that you want to share with us of course you don't that's up to you. I mean, go as long as you want. But <laughs> yeah, keep going. Keep going. Out. We get we got some more time. Okay, Mr. My wife just got home. The dogs are going crazy. So, what, um, what about your carnival days? Well, so interesting. So I left. I left uh, Royal in '95, and I went to Disney. Right, and so then uh, we launched Disney Cruise Line, and that's when I kind of ended up on the naughty list with with Royal Caribbean because you know I brought over Ozer Valley, I brought over Jim Murray. I brought over Silvio Rossi. So all of those there was guys, a massive exodus, wasn't it? Disney. Yeah, so, yeah Mandy so Williams. I, I was pursuing on Andrade, even though Michael and I were still friends. Yeah, and there was others that were like, "Yeah, he ain't coming back." So, Mandy Williams went over. Shannon Sparrow went over. Michael Webster went over. And uh, uh, there was Rob Malden went over. I mean, there was a lot. It was a mass exodus from Royal. Yeah, and I got blamed for all of it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> So I can see why it wasn't just you, but taking all these other people like, oops. So, yeah. so you were, so you were seen as the poacher. You were poaching all of, yeah. all of these well, I mean, people from. I had the relationships, you know. Yeah. There was everybody else on the Disney team was from Disney. I've never had any cruise relationships. Right. So, you know, those individuals wanted to come. It was like, it was like, you know, but. I mean, it's hard not to like, yeah. you know, Disney's a big brand name. So when they're saying, hey, we're going to do this, it's pretty easy to recruit. Uh, yeah. Is that when Shelly went and Cara, yep. Cara went and all them? Yeah. So I brought over Jim and Jim brought over everybody else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the entertainment department. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even the peer supervisor, Beverly, who was there forever, she went yeah. up to Disney too. Yep. It, it was fun. It was, you know, very, I was like employee number 41 at Disney Cruise Line. Wow. When they were starting, yeah, we they hired us a year before the first ship, and so you know, get everything ready, you know, plan all the process, recruit the crew, and then you know, the first Disney ship was six months late, but the Disney guys wouldn't, you know, kind of listen, and so we brought all the crew to Venice, no. and we had to send them all over pay oh, for six months. Man. <laughs> that must have cost a fortune. Yeah, I did, but you know, it's Disney. They can afford it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. And hey. Venice, of all places. Oh, my God, right. what a terrible Swallows place. Yeah, Magara, that shipyard that's right outside of Venice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm yeah. sure they didn't have a camp that we were sent to in France. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, did Disney start as the big red boat? No, no, so no. that's perfect. That's a, I, I can talk oh, was that, that different? Because, okay, yeah. So when, when I was at Royal Caribbean, Disney contracted out to the big red boat, right? And they would do For their, their characters, characters right? The big red boat, you know. Eventually, they said, Look, this is not up to our standard because they would get complaints. People go spend you know time at Disney parks and then on the big red boat, and they were like older ships and stuff. And so they decided to build their own cruise line, and that's how uh, it all kicked off. That's how. Wow. That's what sunk Premier. After that, you know, they were done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then, yeah. and then I went to, from, you know, Disney. I went to Festival Cruises. I lived in Europe for a little over a year, oh. um, in Greece, and uh, and I brought Silvio Rossi and all those guys with me too, but. Uh, and, but you know, it was it was great. It was a it was you know living abroad. You know we were launching international ships for international. That was super challenging, right? Because it was Italians, Germans, French, um, you know Brits, and and so the cruise director. I mean, every time they make an announcement, it went on for five minutes. Uh. And they do it in like six <laughs> languages. It's like you gotta be kidding me, man. We gotta do a better way. You know, it's gotta be a better way. Yeah. It's cruise compasses and. In every language, you know, it's like and that's why I won't sail with MSC today. No, and getting yeah. crew from all the different places that speak those languages is it's so damn difficult. Um, you know, I helped princes start up their Japan uh, and mm. China seasons, and it was so tough. And that's just one. Wouldn't so, that be fun to to like try to take back that ship and then a mass exodus of everybody that we liked and everybody that we knew to work <laughs> on the same ship? I don't know. That'd be like a pirate ship or something. I'm not going back to work there. <laughs> That's for sure. Out of the goonies. Yeah. I think you also worked at, if I remember right, you went to hotels then? Yeah. After so that? after 9-11, what happened is, you know, 9-11 hit. And that was the first time the cruise industry got rocked, right? And yeah. and so it rocked, you know, travel and tourism. And, and so, you know, I had contacts still at Disney. I had you know, contacts, you know, even though they were royal, <laughs> I, I really, you know, couldn't go there. But, you know, they helped open doors from other places. But there just was nothing going on. And that's how I ended up in Texas. I live in Texas now in San Antonio. Was, you know, a hotel company hired me. And, and I was doing luxury hotels for um, know, 15 years or something. And then finally, finally, as Eric was retiring from Princess, yeah, yeah. I, I think we worked one month together. Yeah, it was I something was, like that. Oh, I saw your name come up and I was like, hey, Manny, what's going on? And you're telling me, yeah, I'm joining, joining Carnival. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry to yeah. tell you, but I'm leaving. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, literally, I think it was like a month or something. You were gone. Yeah. But, but yeah, I joined Carnival as um, director of HR business partners because mm -hmm. I ended up moving into HR and, and I've been Pretty much, yeah. My career has been in HR and stuff, and and it was great. I mean, you know, Carnival is a great company. They're super smart. They do a lot of really good things. But but then the pandemic hit. And it was just a really tough situation. And so came back to Texas because my family was still living here because my youngest was still in high school. So we were about to sell the house and move to Florida again. And that whole happened. And and then yeah, I started looking for jobs in both places and. And now I'm in higher ed for I'm coming up to my two year anniversary at a university, University of Texas at San Antonio, UTSA. You know, do I want to finish out my career, you know, doing those four month contracts as a HR on, on the ships? And <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not sure yeah. going back on ships is an easy way to retire. Not not the way it is today. I think it's quite different. I mean, again, any of us going back would be on for a very different reason from when we did it in our 20s. You know, exactly. It's, it's just a different mindset that you would Speak have for yourself. 
Well, maybe except Scott. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Except Scott. I I, I can't um, drink that much. No. At any uh, point yeah, in my life. Yeah, I would. I can't. Are you kidding? Brad would not last a month on a ship without getting fired. Oh yeah, I would. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I could do it. He I, can't last a whole podcast sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, good things don't change, do they, Brad? I remember. I remember those days too on, on the ships. Yes. <laughs> So I don't I, I don't know if you know these names, but I, I was, you probably do. But Tom McAlpin is the president at Virgin, right? And and he started back in the day at Royal Caribbean. He was in finance, and then you know he was with us at Disney. He, he was he, he was the VP of of finance at Disney when I was there, and then now he's heading up Virgin. And and Mark Hughes, I think, is over there at Virgin oh, too. Yeah. Yeah, I had a, he's in the office. I had a little bit of a crush on Mark Hughes way back then. Really? Yeah, when he, he was married to Tracy. Yeah, I know. He yeah. was kind of my he was my workout partner. So we'd go, we'd work yeah. out at the gym. Yeah. yeah. So, Is that really what you're calling it? Working out? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. He was, he was a computer uh, officer. Computer person, yeah, computer officer. Eventually yeah. they called him, but yeah. We're running short on time here, but um, is there is there anything else that you want to share with us? Anything that you want to leave us with about working on ships? When I think we're all kind of sharing a little bit about this when you're when you're young and maybe it's changed some now, but but you know when we were young. I mean, it was just a yeah a great experience. You know, and I'm in HR, and you know diversity is huge everywhere, right? And and, you know, I think back, I mean, you know, we were exposed to, you know, 50 different nationalities and, you know, every orientation possible. And and to have that exposure at such a, you know, fundam- you know, early part of our lives has really helped, you know, kind of broaden our focus, you know, the ability to travel, you know, and see the world as a much smaller place than what it really is and the people in the world, right? You know, and we're all, yeah. you know not that different right it doesn't matter whether you live in the philippines or in india or, or you know in africa it really doesn't matter it's all you know everybody wants to look after their family everybody wants to you know do well you know and and you know if we kind of see that you know our whole world would be a better place <laughs> <Amen to that. laughs> what if you're, what you're if exactly your, right kids, would you allow your kids to go work on a ship if they asked oh yeah yeah i'm trying to keep would them on the now <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I, got, I got a 25 year old who decided to go to ma- get his master's. Go, dude, get some experience where you go back to your master's. Man. Go, yeah. go. Yeah, absolutely. It's good. You have some connections. You can get him a job on the ship. Oh, I know. Yeah, I just yeah. got However, the pay business can be very good. They're both mama's oh. boys, you know. Probably don't send them on oh. Virgin. Yeah. <laughs> well, their horizons may be expanded pretty hard. I didn't mean to do this. Sorry. <laughs> Wow. Boy, Todd's had a rough, he's had a rough first first coast hosting gig. Wow. This is like this is like uh this is like you know joining your first ship. You know, you just get everything all at once, just right out of the fire outs. I know it's also been fun. This is the first time I think like for one particular episode, we ended up with five people on at at once. Uh, that's pretty awesome. But yeah, but it's fun. All right, guys, let's wrap it up. Thank you so much, Manny, for coming on. It was so good, good to, to see here. you. So good to talk to you. I enjoyed nice it. Nice to meet you, Manny. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Keep nice to meet you. It's been short, shortly. Absolutely. Yeah, good to meet you too. <laughs>
Ciao. All right. Okay. Ciao, Take ciao. Care. Uh, it's great. Again, I have so much in common with him without even knowing it, just because we led similar, somewhat similar yeah. paths. That was yeah. so amazing that you guys were kind of on the same path from yeah. here to there and here to there. Both Cuban. Yeah. Fucking so Cubans. it happens. <laughs> it's all an incestual industry anyway, right? Like overall. Hey, everyone. The ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you'd like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!